0: In this message of our series Lead Like Jesus, we are developing effective habits that are simplistic and repeatable. Habits are the backbone for trust and efficiency when working in a company. Now, you may currently be employed in a minimum wage position or you're an E1 to E3 GI in the military. doesn't matter. In fact, being young and in this stage of your life is the perfect time to establish these leadership habits. These habits are also important to learn if you are in a leadership position now. The reason to know, develop, enforce, and repeat these habits of leadership is to create a legacy of leaders in the future. And we'll talk next time about the points of a legacy leader. The best way to understand how habits, well, three to be exact, can make a great legacy is to look at one company that I know personally and from the outside. The Walt Disney Company, now in its hundredth year at the time of this writing, has stood the test of time. They have had highs and lows in their operations and public opinion. That being said, Disney is now in free fall, because they have disregarded the habits formed by Walt and his brother Roy, creating a demolition derby of that legacy established by Walt and Roy themselves. The first habit is to model humility. This means adopting the mentality of a servant, not one of the lowly statuses that Hollywood wishes you to believe. In the context of servant for this message, a leader is a servant not only to the C-suite, but also to their team, or staff they oversee, but also to God and his teachings through Jesus. In chapter 3 of Colossians, we see the exact habit formed by humility. servants. Do what you're told by your earthly masters. And don't just do the minimum that will get you by. Do your best. Work from the heart for your real master or God, confident that you will get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ. Walton Roy, when the company was only an animation studio, Strived for excellence, as mentioned in in the previous message. This excellence is born from the fact that Walt and Roy worked for the people, not just the employees, but the world population. In fact, in one aspect, Walt even said that America's best import is laughter. Excuse me, export is laughter. While we remember many great animated motion pictures during their lives, Walt halted many potential films because he knew the limitations of himself, his animators, and the technology at the time. And even with the advancement of time, Walt continued to show humility when he said, I only hope that we don't lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Humility is knowing your roots, and through lessons learned, inspire those that you lead. The next habit to develop is how to handle criticism. And I am constantly doing this and it is a constant work in progress. But work at this habit is critical for me to do better for my team. Jesus handled the criticism in two ways. He either spoke very little or didn't speak at all. And we see this in Mark at dawn's first light. The high priest, with the religious leaders and scholars, arranged a conference with the entire Jewish council. After trying Jesus secretly, they took him out and presented him to Pilate. Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And He answered, If you say so. The high priest let loose a barrage of accusations. Pilate asked again, Aren't you going to answer anything? That's quite a list of accusations. Still, Jesus said nothing. Pilate was impressed. Really impressed. As I said, you either answer very little or not at all. And I think the one thing to learn from Walt is this. All the adversity I've had in my life, all my troubles and obstacles have strengthened me. You may not realize it when it happens, but a kick in the teeth may be the best thing in the world for you. Notice he never mentioned anything about retaliation or retorting. Sometimes you just got to take it. When Walt read about the critics' negative reviews for Disneyland, he never retorted. Walt never responded because he knew from day one. Disneyland will never be completed. It will continue to grow as long as there is imagination left in the world. Now, I do not know Walt and Roy's religious or spiritual belief, and I'm not going to imply they had or... Had none. That is not my place. What I can say is that through their actions, Walt and Roy had let God lead them. And this is the uh, third and final trait. Let God lead you. That doesn't mean you're dragged by a leash, but read your Bible. He'll give you inspiration. He'll give you words of guidance. He'll help you get through hard times. So, think about it. You know, both those gentlemen having private, you know, personal, you know, personal affairs is is a great help. But in their work life, many commented that Walt do the direction to take the Disney company as if it was presented to him on a silver platter, and that includes animation, the live action films, all the way up to the theme parks. You know, like God does today for you. Walt's determination to move forward is summed up in one of the greatest quotes I ever have heard in my entire life. We keep moving forward, opening new doors and doing new things because we're curious and curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. God sees you as moving forward, no matter the issue. Look to him for guidance and keep moving forward. Thank you for joining on this loading screen. I want to leave you with this message from Walt Disney himself. Because of Disneyland, Walt and Roy provided a visual and tactile example of what a legacy in leadership can do. So, as Art Linkletter said on that live program on a hot July 17th in 1955, take it away, Walt Disney. the greater grill saying until next time